Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast, and this is the first of two recordings I'm going to do this week, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to find time to do a uh, this kind of recording uh, once a week for the foreseeable future, and it's uh, regarding the topic of Ukraine and the current crisis. Um, the, the purpose always of setting up the Explaining History podcast was to try to act as a kind of like a filter on the internet to try to um, present some reasonably good historical analysis you know, by, by myself, of a kind of a flawed interpreter at the best of times, but uh, reading really good history books. So no matter what kind of... Um, sort of slightly uh, misleading stuff there is out there on the internet, you can always have the benefit of uh, listening to me talking about people like Adam Tooze and Richard J. Evans and Tony Judd and, and people like that. Um, so the, the, the purpose of talking about Ukraine is not to present... Um, but there are, you know, there are a hugely, huge number of divergent positions on Ukraine at the moment. But it's to try to explore some of those positions. And uh, I don't claim to have a, 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 a view anywhere near as educated as 
um, the foreign policy analysts and defence and intelligence people that uh, are uh, um, all over this topic at the moment, but uh, we can we can get somewhere. Um, so to to recap where we are at in the the current crisis from the eighth day of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the, an invasion that has um, shocked and astounded um, foreign policy analysts and um, military onlookers in the West and taken. A great many uh, of the uh, a great many uh, pundits in Russia by surprise as well. It was genuinely believed that Putin would um, try to extract or extort concessions from the border with a big military build-up um, and not actually go through with the invasion because the 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 logic of the invasion is 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 very very shaky indeed. It is beyond any reasonable doubt that Russia will probably succeed in uh, conquering Ukraine. It will succeed in its strategic objectives, but there the problems for Russia will really begin. Um, Russia doesn't have the sort of mass conscript armies that it once had uh, under the, the Soviet Union. Like most modern military states, it has uh, a highly mobile um, high-tech uh, army with uh, specialist troops uh, and um, it doesn't rely on um, conscripts, on you know, uh, mass armies because its strategic, ar- strategic objectives up until now have never really required that. But the, the stated aim of Putin as of, of today, uh, March the 3rd, is the full occupation of all of Ukraine and the assimilation of Ukraine and Ukrainians back into this um, Russian Brotherhood. Um, and, and that rhetoric, if we can look at it at face value, and there are always reasons to not look at things at face value, uh, when we look at state actors um, like uh, Russia and uh, figures like Vladimir Putin, uh, if we can take it at face value um, as a, uh, a, a real uh, objective, it uh, presents a, a kind of a, an interesting angle on arguments that are raging uh, across the, um, the European and the, Ameri- the American left at the moment about the role of NATO and Putin's intentions. Of course, the argument goes something like this that NATO, uh, an aggressive uh, uh, military uh, alliance uh, formed in 1949, um, has placed pressure on the Soviet Union uh, ever since. And after the end of the Cold War, um, was involved in wars in the Balkans and uh, more recently in Libya. Uh, where in, in the case of the uh, the, the Balkans, eh? uh, the Balkan Wars, highly uh, ambiguous um, conflicts where there are uh, bad actors on all sides. Um, that was those were conflicts that were had, you know, a, a fair degree of uh, public support uh, across Europe. There was um, there were very few 
who were uh, willing to give Milosevic um, or Franco um, uh, the benefit of the doubt. Um, however, the NATO operations in, in Libya, which took a, a reasonably well-functioning, um, if repressive, state, and um, utterly destroyed it, um, led to a, a kind of uh, a, a completely shattered society where um, slave markets are, are now, not, if not the norm, then quite um, common practice. NATO's reputation, uh, particularly on, on the left, has uh, always been treated with extreme caution, and the uh, the, the 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 narrative. Uh, this is not uh, supported by all uh, branches of the left by any any stretch of the imagination, um, but by some uh, figures. Um, the you know, journalists like John Pilger at the moment and um, Noam Chomsky and figures like that um, uh, view this uh, as uh, an intolerable the um, uh, the relationship between the, between NATO on the EU on one side and um, Ukraine on the other as an intolerable provocation to Russia. Then again, you also have figures like Henry Kissinger and John Mearsheimer, uh, the international relations scholar, who have said roughly the same thing. So there are there are figures not just on uh, the left, but um, across the political spectrum that have presented this argument that Russia will uh, have uh, no compunction but to destroy Ukraine, to raise Ukraine to the ground if it looks like it's going to join NATO. The question of NATO membership isn't quite so cut and dry. Um, the uh, Most analysts and onlookers um, have uh, suggested that uh, it would be at least a decade away, uh, NATO membership, and there's no great desire among NATO members um, countries like France or Belgium or Denmark or Italy to admit Ukraine because they know precisely what it will lead to. It will lead to a direct provocation of Russia. And once a, once a Ukraine, once a NATO member is under attack, it's a different story altogether. Um, they can invoke the articles of, uh, of NATO and insist that NATO allies come uh, and support them because, as it says in the NATO Charter, an attack on one is deemed an attack on all. Another area of um, debate is the nature of the Maidan Revolution in 2014. Um, when uh, Ukrainian President Viktor Yakunovych was um, uh, overthrown uh, and, and the triggering of the uh, revolt against him um, was the decision uh, for him to, to reject closer ties with the European Union. The, uh, the sort of liberal uh, left argument about what this meant was that a generation of young Ukrainians uh, look increasingly to the European Union as the source of uh, jobs, stability, uh, prosperity, travel uh, and uh, the, the future of Ukraine. 
just as the European Union has expanded to Eastern European countries um, uh, such as uh, Poland uh, and Czechoslovakia and, and Hungary, the growth of the European Union in some ways presents more of a challenge to Vladimir Putin than the expansion of NATO. Um, the argument that, well, you know, the Russians wouldn't really like nuclear missiles situated on their borders. Well, you know, um, nuclear missiles situated in uh, the, the the Midwest of America are as, as much of a worry when you have ICBMs having um, nuclear missiles right next to you doesn't make an awful lot of difference. But having an economic block that is based on the, re, the rules-based uh, international order, that is based on um, the principle of democratization and um, uh, free and open elections, it's based on the values of the European Union, is something far more insidious as far as Vladimir Putin is concerned. Here you have somebody who, from about 2004 onwards, formed a, a kind of historic pact um, uh, and with his uh, oligarchic uh, supporters, these independently uh, wealthy and super powerful uh, figures in, in Russia um, who had uh, managed to successfully loot the state during the, uh, the, the, the communism's dying days um, and had managed to create a, a sort of a kind of quasi-feudalism where the uh, oligarchs were allowed to uh, enjoy the spoils of their conquests and, and their, their looting uh, on the understanding that they recognised Putin as the boss of bosses. Uh, and that they um, supported him uh, unconditionally. And those that haven't done, people like Khodorkovsky and, um, and Navalny, uh, have really uh, suffered a, a, as a result. Um, the, there isn't sort of time now to really look at the, Putin's uh, crushing of dissent across Russia. Um, but... In the, the, the time that he has spent in office, and he's been in power for well over two decades now, um, the problems that have, uh, have, have arisen um, for Putin have been in, in part based around the kind of the, the growth of um, the, um, or the expansion of the European Union. Putin's made no secret that the destruction of the European Union is a strategic aim of his, and um, whilst perhaps there isn't quite enough evidence and, uh, as yet, um, and much of it is disputed, the Steele dossier and uh, the uh, British-Russia report, uh, the the fingers pointing uh, uh, towards a connection between Russian dark money and destabilizing psi operations in the West, uh, are, there, there, there is a, a kind of a, a growing body of evidence. Whether you can put down these phenomena or put these phenomena uh, such as Trump and Brexit and the, the anarchy that they have unleashed purely to Putin uh, is, is, is a matter for debate and it's uh, somewhat uh, 
uh, appropriate to argue that perhaps uh, America and Britain have uh, done these, uh, brought these uh, conditions about by themselves um, with uh, maybe a little help from Russia. Um, but it does easily kind of outsource the blame for the social conditions that created such massive resentment in, in the first place uh, to a, a, a third party state actor. However, the destabilisation of the EU is um, part of the, the kind of the Putin um, vision for um, the return to great power politics that perhaps in Putin's eyes there'll be three great powers in the world America, Russia and China and they'll be able to carve the world up into power blocks that suit them maybe shattering the European Union and uh, letting the Western countries hide under the uh, umbrella of American power, whilst um, we sort of pulling away Eastern European ones. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, might be um, part of the the overall kind of Putin vision. Um, there are of course plenty of Hungarians, Poles, and Czechs uh, that have long and bitter memories of being part of the uh, Russian sphere of influence, and there are Russian Polish nationalists who want long and happy careers um, with uh, a kind of animated populist support base are unlikely to suggest that uh, Russia is going to be uh, the, the, their friend into the future um, because history has shown this to be a, a very foolish uh, assertion. So there are um, the, the breaking up of the EU um, uh, is 
uh, if that is one strategic objective, the possible expansion of, you, uh, of the EU into Ukraine really flies in the face of that. And the accession of the Ukraine to the EU is an awful lot more likely than the joining of Ukraine to NATO. So uh, there are all sorts of pundits and um, Russia watchers at the moment who are trying to make head and tail of Putin. It's entirely possible that someone that we have assumed was a rational actor, this character who's been almost sort of raised to the level of kind of Bond villain by the Western media, may be altogether much less of a, a, a rational actor than we uh, than we thought. Um, one of the great failings of Chamberlain uh, at Munich was his inability to spot this about Adolf Hitler. It was believed by Chamberlain that surely Herr Hitler would do uh, whatever it took to avoid a war, because wouldn't anybody? Surely that's what leaders do. Um, and he didn't realise that uh, Hitler wanted war and saw war as des desirable. Now, all, all comparisons with Hitler are fundamentally lazy, I would say. And all comparisons with, with, with Hitler or Churchill or Stalin, they fall down e eventually. But there are certain, certain tactics that um, Putin has, has employed, which wouldn't have been completely sort of out of place in the, uh, the fascist playbook, the, the Nazi playbook. And particularly if you look at the, the overall picture that, um, of revanchism and resentment by Putin, who looks at the post-1989, um, post-1991 uh, world political order, perhaps with the same level of anger and resentment that Hitler looked at the post-1919 world settlement. Um, and he is somebody who has dedicated his life really to upending the uh, Western-led model of globalisation that prevailed in the 1990s, one which uh, led to a collapse in living standards in Russia due to the kind of quite reckless, the insane uh, Western policy of allowing economists and bankers to introduce um, uh, economic shock therapy in Russia, which did nothing more. It did nothing to create the kind of fantasy of free markets and liberal democracy. Instead, it broke apart state monopolies, plunged um, large sections of the population into um, desperation and uh, economic crisis. It caused li um, life expectancy to collapse uh, and it created the uh, conditions for a revanchist strongman who could restore Russian pride to come to power. And also it uh, allowed for um, kleptocracy 
on perhaps a historically unprecedented scale. There's some evidence to suggest that Vladimir Putin might actually be the wealthiest man in the world, as his personal wealth, well, up until recently, outstripped that of uh, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or anybody like that, um, because really it is um, simply looted wealth. Um, so this is a bit of a ramble today, I, I admit, and this is just kind of collecting thoughts um, at the beginnings of a, a kind of an exploration of, of what's happening. And by the time I do another one of these next week, the situation might have, well, will have changed beyond all recognition that events are moving that quickly. But as it stands, this looks like a, a historic miscalculation that Ukraine will be almost impossible to dominate in the way Putin wants, and that the Russia will have to pour in resources to the Ukraine, um, perhaps on a, a far greater scale even than the Americans and the uh, British and other NATO powers poured into Afghanistan, um, and they will be unable to uh, to rule it in the, in the way that they that they wish, and they will be unable to derive any sort of value from their conquest uh, whatsoever. It also seems as if this is a um, an action which is almost universally unpopular within Russia itself. So these things themselves don't bode well for Putin's future, but then again it's important not to underestimate him and write him off because this is a uh, an inveterate survivor uh, and a person who has uh, existed uh, at the apex of power for a long long time so uh, the question as to his um, the, the extent we can see him as a rational actor or not again this is this is an, um, a, a debatable one uh, whether it's very useful, again, I, I'm not sure. There is some discussion in uh, the British press this week of establishing a no-fly zone over um, uh, over uh, Ukraine. The folly of this, the insanity of this, is, is really quite extraordinary. This involves uh, Western aircraft firing upon Russian ones. Russians would test any no-fly zone, uh, and it would be virtually impossible for the Allied powers to enforce it. Any time there is a shooting war uh, begins between um, the, the Western allies and Russia, uh, then we are very, 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 very close to a nuclear exchange. So um, it, it, it is really important uh, to, to counter these narratives um, and to try to avoid any sort of engagement. Um, what this means for Ukraine is it means that Russia will have air superiority there and the carnage will be enormous. Uh, Ukraine um, will unfortunately probably be reduced to the, the, the ruins that Syria was reduced to. And it's some, something that gives me no pleasure to say or to, to predict, but um, short of some kind of diplomatic uh, breakthrough, 
uh, it seems that that is likely to occur um, and there will be a resultant and already is a resultant refugee crisis across Europe. However, if it was Putin's long-term aim to disunify the West, to break up the EU um, and to sow, sow chaos within Western societies, well, he's pretty much undone all of those things within uh, just under uh, a week. The EU is um, unified in ways that it hasn't been in uh, well over a decade and is willing to um, consider admitting Ukraine and arming Ukraine. So uh, something of a strategic backfire there, which is cold comfort in such dark times. Anyway, I'll continue a little bit more of this next week and we'll go to our regular podcast um, later in the next couple of days. Thanks very much. Bye bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.